What is up to my entrepreneurs, my leaders, my go-getters, my killers, my closers? How's it going, guys? Welcome to episode number one of the Hero Project Podcast. Thank you for being here. Guys, this is a show for entrepreneurs and for leaders. It's a show for people who uh, want more out of life people who are not willing to settle for the status quo. It's a show for people who um, feel like we can do better and feel like they can do better. So I'm excited to be with you guys. Thank you for being here again. I'm your host, by the way. I figure I should probably introduce myself. I'm Rory Morgan. I will continue to be your host for as long as I feel like hosting. Um, I have my official papers here so that I can look official. Uh, If you're listening, you're not going to see much. But man, I hope my voice sounds good. So, look guys, I'm grateful for your time. Hopefully I can bring you a ton of value. But what I want to say here is, uh, you know, I want to make a a deal here with you. Um, I'm just going to ask that if you get value from this podcast... If you feel like there is a, an amazing value to this podcast or, or the YouTube channel or whatever it is, um, just like I ask all my clients if they get value from me from what we do, just like I ask uh, you know those guys to help me out, I'm going to ask you to do your duty and help us out and share this podcast, share it on social media, text it to a friend, tell people about it, make sure that we're getting the word out about this. Uh, And go leave a review. Leave a review and uh, make sure people know about this. That helps us out in the rankings. So that being said, uh, again, we're on episode one. And uh, quite frankly, as this is being recorded, we are in some very interesting times, some very uncertain times. Okay? Um, You know, quite honestly... I believe the world and this great country that we live in right now needs more entrepreneurs, right? That's really the purpose behind this podcast. We're going to have tactical episodes where we talk about tactics. We're going to have strategy episodes where we talk about tactics. But the the, the theme behind this podcast is really going to be more, I think the best word would be spiritual, like what is the philosophy of being an entrepreneur? Why are entrepreneurs important? Why are you called to be an entrepreneur? You know, what's going on behind that? What makes you an entrepreneur? How come you you didn't fit in and, and go get a job like everyone else? And that's definitely what we're going to cover here. All right? So again, the world needs more entrepreneurs. That's where we're going to start out today. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about why you are an entrepreneur, why you didn't just go get a job, why you decided to go the hard way and do it. Nah, well, let's just be honest. Being an entrepreneur in today's society is probably the hardest thing there is to do. Am I right? You have to take on all the responsibility, all the risk. It's up to you if it's going to be done. And so the reason, if I'm getting back to it, if I'm getting back in my line of thinking, The reason the world needs more entrepreneurs is because entrepreneurial thinking and the entrepreneurial mindset is the key 
to solving the world's problems, to making the world a better place. It is through the efforts and the passions of entrepreneurs and those who think like entrepreneurs and those who behave like entrepreneurs and use entrepreneurial thinking, they are the ones who advance the world. It forces you to be better. It forces you to take extreme ownership over your life. It forces you to be accountable for the outcomes. And we now live in a society where it is easy. Things are easy. We've grown soft. And it is entrepreneurs who can create a different way forward. They are the only ones who hold risk, who hold responsibility for their risk, and who actually have to endure the consequences of their actions. Everywhere else in our society, we don't really have consequences for what we do. This is a consequence-less society unless you're an entrepreneur. And it's those people that are going to move the world forward. So I'm going to start with a quote here. This is a quote from Abraham Maslow. Perhaps you've probably heard of uh, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Pretty cool concept as far as how we self-actualize, how we grow up, like, like what are our needs, what things do we progressively have to take care of, right? And, and he was a psychologist who had some very, very good ideas and some very interesting ideas about how the mind works and how we become self-aware, how we really self-actualize and, and really reach our potential and give back to the world as human beings, all right? And Abraham Maslow said this, the difference between the great and good societies and the regressing, deteriorating societies is largely in terms of the entrepreneurial opportunity and the number of such people in the society. I think everyone would agree that the most valuable 100 people to bring into a deteriorating society would be not 100 chemists or 100 politicians or 100 professors or engineers, but rather 100 entrepreneurs. Guys, that's a, that's a key idea. Entrepreneurs are the ones who take the risk. Entrepreneurs are the ones who take the responsibility. It's the entrepreneur that loses the most, and they also stand to gain the most. Therefore, he makes sure that he will succeed. If it wasn't for the entrepreneur, the world wouldn't move forward because all of us want to be safe. We want to be comfortable. We aren't going to evolve. We aren't going to grow as a society if safety and comfort is the goal. We need people who will take risks, people who will outwork, people who will decide no matter what, no matter how hard it is, I am going to su succeed. And again, you don't have to actually own a business, but you can act and behave as an entrepreneur. Every entrepreneur wants entrepreneurially minded people on their team to get behind their mission and their vision. But it's the entrepreneur who risks everything on his vision of the future or her vision of the future. It's a future that exists only in their head. They see the future before it's real, and then they're projecting out into the world that vision for the future to create it, to create this organization that they have dreamed up, 
that helps their clients, that makes the world a better place, that delivers a result, that benefits society. Nobody else is asking them for it. They have to forcibly go out and create it. And we are going to be talking about that makeup that makes someone an entrepreneur mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That's such that crucial person that our society needs and we don't have enough of right now. Unfortunately, too many of our entrepreneurs nowadays, they don't make things anymore. Now they're financial entrepreneurs. They're, they're building these financial ar arbitrage machines. And our society in many ways isn't progressing. Not only do we, we're, we're both at the same time losing our conservative values and we're not progressing. The progressives aren't doing anything, nor are the conservatives. Both sides are losing right now. And we need some real entrepreneurs to help us with that. All right, so... This podcast is called, and this channel, and this, this, this idea is called the Hero Project Podcast. Now, that's what we're going to talk about is that word hero. Now, in this case, it's not, it's not a word. It's an acronym, right? And, of course, the word itself stands for something, but I'm not, like, obsessed with Superman or Batman. But why did I pick the word or the acronym HERO. And why did I call this a project? It's because I think all of us are a project. All of us are a work in progress and we should all be working on ourselves all the time. But the acronym HERO, H-E-R-O, those each stand for something. And today, I'm not gonna tell you all of them. Today, we're just gonna talk about the H. We're gonna talk about the H and what it stands for. And in the next couple episodes, we'll go into the E and the R and the O. So these four letters essentially represent basically the unique personality traits that exist in every man or every woman, but they come out much stronger and they are forced to come out by our environment if we are an entrepreneur. Okay, if you're focused, if you even if you don't own a business, but if you're focused on reaching your potential, so if you're an athlete or you're a professional trying to get the top to the top of your field, if you are someone who is focused on achieving a result and getting a result and becoming the best you can be, these four personality traits or energies are going to be expressed through you at much higher levels, even though they exist in everyone. Okay, they're basically the archetypal personalities. They're they're these they're almost like um, you know visions of what could be. They're the they're the archetypes of of the perfect version of a man or a woman, so to speak. All right. Now, the one we're going to talk about today is the H, and the H stands for hunter or huntress. To make sure that we're being politically correct here. I, 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 I'm a man, I have four, four sons, no daughters, so I do tend to slant masculine, but uh, that's not my intention. So it's the hunter or the huntress. And that word, by the way, is pretty much interchangeable, especially if you look at ancient times, almost as, almost as interchangeable with the word warrior. And the warrior or the hunter energy is a crucial energy that every entrepreneur must harness 
and and grow and cultivate. And it's also an energy that's important for every man or woman uh, to understand and and be able to operate within uh, to to be healthy uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and and not develop uh, you know negatives that come from not harnessing that energy. So, if you think back thousands of years ago, right? You know, today we have this society where everything's easy. We don't recognize our need for warriors or hunters anymore, right? Hunting. Our food, we get it at the grocery store, right? Now, I love hunting myself. I try to do it in a very primitive way because I want to be in touch with this side of my personality. I want to be in touch with pursuing my own food. Uh, But that isn't necessarily for everyone, right? But what is important to recognize here is that you had no choice thousands of years ago. You had to hunt to get meat. You couldn't go to the grocery store and get your meat out of a out of a package, right? It wasn't nicely wrapped up for you. You had to get very intimate with your food. You had to see the blood. You had to do the dirty work yourself. And that is key because only the hunter, right, is willing to do the dirty work of growing a business, of being an entrepreneur. This is a crucial idea that you have to be in touch with, okay? Most of us are soft. There are times as an entrepreneur where you have to roll up your sleeves and get stuff done and stay late till 10 p.m., till 1 1 a.m. and get stuff done. Or not go to bed at all, if we're being honest. Now, is that what we want to do for the rest of our lives? No, but you've got to be willing to do the dirty work that the hunter does. And I want you to think back a thousand years ago, not just to the dirty work, right? I want you to think back about the world itself, which was a much more dangerous place, okay? We lived inside of cities or or we had tribes, And we had a situation where many times we would have a walled scenario or we would build our cities in these fortified areas. And for the most part, very few people left the city. You stayed in the city as much as you could. It was dangerous to go travel from city to city. There were were thieves, there were robbers, there were lions. It wasn't super safe. And the hunters or the warriors in those scenarios were people that were willing to take much greater levels of risk and therefore they were rewarded for that they were given a special place in society right our society doesn't value that anymore but if you think deep down in your personality you are an entrepreneur if you have found success you have probably tapped into this energy this desire to risk more to do something more risky You might have a thrill-seeking side in your personality. You might want to encounter more danger. You might be willing to risk more for your higher payoff. And that is this, this archetype that lives inside of you, this fact that you want to be to take greater risk. You don't want to be inside the city gates. Okay? So that's what I'm getting at, guys, is, is this hasn't evolved out of us. And this energy is probably stronger in you if you're an entrepreneur. And I'm encouraging you to harness it. 
okay? Be the hunter. Be the person who would leave the city to, to encounter the risk of lions and predators and bears, to go out and, and face the danger of, of thieves, to bring back food for your tribe, right? That's what you are doing. You are going out and killing and eating, and this is an important aspect. I want you to think, you know, of some of the modern examples. Kobe Bryant. Think of Kobe Bryant going out and just dominating, right? The face he would get when he would get upset. Like, I'm going to rip your heart out. And guys, no doubt, there's a negative dark side to this energy, right? That's why you have to to understand it. You have to understand that you have this strong competitive desire and it's healthy and it's good and you should want to dominate the competition and you should want to destroy not just the competition, but you should want to destroy apathy in yourself. You should look at the negative aspects of the things that you don't do well, the places where you're not doing a good enough job. You should want to dive into that and destroy those tendencies like a warrior, like a hunter that goes out to kill. And you are the headhunter, right? When it comes to making sales for your company, to motivating your company, you have got to jump in and, and pursue your game, pursue the goals and be the leader for your organization in a way that nobody else is willing to do. Just like the hunter in the tribe 2000 years ago would have done. Right? You got to think Kobe Bryant going out there and deciding that he is going to dominate. That's who you have to be. Think Steve Jobs, Apple Computers. He was legendarily competitive. He wanted to destroy everything. He wanted to rip the face off of his competition. He wanted to win 100 to 0. That's not something that was placed into you by accident. You should be harnessing that and going after that and embracing that. Not in a negative, destructive way, in a positive way that builds, not in a way that destroys, okay? Again, it has a dark side to it, but you've got to understand the good side and, and embrace it and go after it. Bill Gates, right? He seems like this nerd, right? Nerdy little Bill Gates, glasses, weenie, weenie Bill Gates. He's just a little weenie, isn't he? But you know what? Behind closed doors, everybody knows of Bill Gates as absolutely ruthless. Right? The government had to come in and break up his thing. Michael Jordan, right? He's probably gone a little bit too far to the dark side. Right? He wanted to dominate. He wanted to do whatever it took. But probably got a little too negative, didn't he? Some destructive tendencies we've heard about in his life. But guys, you've got to harness that energy, the hunter slash huntress energy. All right? All of those guys I just mentioned, they achieved amazing things, and they were absolutely ruthless. And if you are going to achieve your dreams, if you're going to build your dream business, you have to do the same thing. The world isn't going to give you anything. The world is not just going to open up its bounty and provide for you. The universe does not care about your success nearly as much 
as you care about your success. You have to go out and earn it. You have to go out and create your own success. The world isn't going to create it for you. So all of these men I just mentioned, they led their men into battle or their, their, their team, I should say. Again, I slant masculine. I apologize. Right? And if you're the entrepreneur, that energy is driving you. You want to lead something. You want to change people's lives. You want to provide an amazing service. You want to have a culture and a, and a vision and, a, and, a, and a, you know, a reason for people to get excited and come into work. That energy is driving you. And it's your inability to be perfectly civilized that is driving you. And I want to encourage that in you. I want you to, to tap into that, to let that grow, okay? Let that come out. Get excited. The people that excite me most, when I talk to business owners, because I talk to hundreds every month, the people that get me excited are the people that have that warrior energy just pouring out of them, right? It's that energy that they are not going to let anything stop them because their family and their tribe back home needs to eat. They are going to get the job done. They are not going to fail, and they are passionate about what they're doing. So You know, I feel like I should even just share I think some of what else what else is going on just personally cuz I really love hunting, right? I love bow hunting and I do I I I'm a backpack hunter. So I don't really hunt from the truck like I I hike in miles and miles and miles and camp out in the wilderness and hunt with a bow, which is a primitive weapon. And it's not a not very high success rate. It's like ten to twelve percent average success rate in bow hunting. And I do that every year, take multiple trips. And the reason is not so much because I need the meat. In fact, I don't need the meat, right? I, I like the meat. I enjoy that aspect of it. That's what originally got me into it is the fact that I love, you know, I really wanted to kill my own meat. I didn't like the idea of factory farming. It was kind of like an ethical thing that kind of attracted me to it because I wasn't raised in hunting. Well, what I found was, was how much peace and tranquility and rightness I found when I was out in the wilderness pursuing game. Like, it just felt so right to be pursuing that challenge and to actually feel the sense and the and the need to to you actually start to feel like I'm going to let my family down if I don't kill if I don't if I'm not successful you actually start to feel that even I even though I know that's not true you actually start to feel these energies and get in touch with what an ancient hunter who actually had to be successful or else would have felt you push yourself harder than you would in day-to-day -day life. You, you hike further. You climb more mountains up and down thousands and thousands of feet. You do more challenging things. You take bigger risks than you normally would. And I guess I would encourage you guys to think through that, envision that, picture that. Think about how you can apply that to your business because I think it's a crucial idea. So I'm going to kind of try to wrap it up here. I know I get long-winded. 
and I'm not not you know I've I've got a full another idea I want to flesh out here, but I wanna I want to take this down to a couple of ideas. I want to talk about the idea of of what what has come out because because today's society there's a lot of chaos, there is a lot of turmoil, there's a lot of uncertainty with with right versus left and 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 you know racial divide in our country and um like like it's just it's just weird right there's there's a lot going on right now and i want to talk about um this concept of order out of chaos i want to talk about you know it's embodied so well in you know the symbol the yin and yang symbol it's embodied so well in uh you know enlightenment thinkers thought about it and i and i really think we're in a place in our society right now where the enlightenment principles, you know, what, what came from the dark ages. And then we moved into the Renaissance, which ultimately led to the enlightenment and the ideas that have emerged out of enlightenment and ultimately led to the, the construction of the West led by the United States, which is, which, you know, literally we can, you know, I'm not just saying it, but it, it, it was the greatest country that there ever has been. It's, it's, you know, Lots of negatives, lots of things not to love about it. But we are now kind of in a challenging situation. And at once upon a time, the United States emerged out of chaos and brought order to a world in many ways. And that's not to say there wasn't negatives, right? But John Locke who really is one of the, the fathers of the Enlightenment and Enlightenment ideas, had this concept of cultivation, right? That we had a duty, if we were going to own private property and we were going to pursue gain for ourselves and we were going to, you know, um, try to become wealthy or try to become rich or try to, try to own things or, or, you know, gain power for ourselves or whatever, like whatever selfish desire you're pursuing, there's this underlying ethic of you had a duty to cultivate because you add your labor and you mix what is all this chaos and you mix your labor and you bring order to it and you make it better. And therefore you are, you know, because of that, you are allowed to take ownership of that and 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 it can be yours right that's kind of the over overarching idea there and i think that that's what us i think that every person has this idea seated very very deeply inside of them that they have this sense the world could be better and i personally as a man or a woman could be better i am not living up to my potential the world is not as it should be and I want to bring order to the chaos. There is chaos in the world, and I think it's a particularly chaotic time right now. I'm fiddling with my microphone. I, I don't know where it should go. I don't know where I should be moving this thing to. But uh, So if you're watching on video, you're probably wondering, why is this guy fondling his microphone? But that that's just the way I am. So I like to fondle things. Sorry. Inappropriate. Anyway. Fondling brings me a perfect segue to talk about the Bible. Now, guys, this is not a religious show. I'm not trying to be religious, but the concept here is important, and I want to talk about this really quick. 
This is the first passage in the Bible. Okay? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. What I want to focus on there, guys, again, it's not a religious law. I want to, I want to look at that completely as metaphor. What is that saying? In the beginning, the earth was without form. It was void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. In that yin and yang symbol, the darkness symbolizes chaos, and we bring light to the chaos, and there is a balance between light and dark. As an entrepreneur, it is your job. This is what I believe we are being called to. This is why we want more. This is why all of us, I think every human being, but it's just so strong in the entrepreneur, Every human being wants things to be better. We know it deep down that we could be better. We could do more. We could, you know, the world could be a better place. And we have this nagging sense, right? And that's the calling that we all have inside of us to bring order to chaos. And that's what you as an entrepreneur feel very strongly, stronger than the average person. Okay, and that is your job is to walk that line in that yin and yang symbol, theoretically, you know, metaphorically, and move that white line, move the white closer, further into the dark, bring more order to the chaos, to cultivate the chaos that is nature, as Locke talked about, to cultivate and, and make the world a better place through your actions, through your, through actually getting your hands dirty as that hunter would do to go out and kill and eat and bring back for his tribe and be a hero to his tribe, right? And you might have to go to some pretty extreme lengths to do it. You might have to be William Wallace and paint yourself with war paint and go out and slay the Brits in order to free the Scots. You might have to lay in wait all night long in order to ambush your prey and get what it is that you're after. But I would just say this. I would say make no mistake. Your inability to turn off what's inside you, your yearning to do more, it's this drive to bring order to chaos that exists in all of us. And as an entrepreneur, as that, as someone who embodies the hunter or the huntress energy, that is what's going on inside of you, I believe. You might want to disagree. You might think I'm a psycho. But there is a reason why you are the way you are. I believe that. Let me, let me bring this down into the level, out of, out of the, the ether here, down into the level of practical businesses, right? So client examples, you know, real, real people that I've worked with, right? Let's, let's talk about if you're an entrepreneur in the health and wellness space. Are you bringing order to chaos? Maybe it's fitness, maybe it's nutrition, maybe you're a chiropractor, but the bottom line is you want to help people be healthier, you want to help people live a better life, 
through the nutrition, through through spinal adjustment, and 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 uh, you know, and and subluxation, you want to help them through um, um, you know, uh, fitness, exercise. You want to help them achieve a better result in their life. Does your client not come to you in a state of chaos? Does your client not have a complete misunderstanding of what? is really going on in their body and in their mind and how those things truly work together. They don't really know how to fix their problem. That's why they're coming to you. It's your job to bring order to their chaos, is it not? This is what you are called to do. This is what you are doing is you are bringing order to chaos every single day. And that's what I do as an entrepreneur. I help businesses fix the disorder in their business the chaos that is in their business. Let's bring some order to it. Let me show you how to fix this. Guys, and I think this is just crucial. Again, this is what really got me, you know, though these ideas have been jumping around in my head for a long, long time, the thing that really forced me to think, hey, I need to start this podcast is the state that our world is in right now. We have agents of chaos running around right now. People who want to only destroy. They don't recognize the good. They don't recognize all the amazing things that the enlightenment and that the order that we have has created. And can we improve it? Absolutely, guys. But don't be an agent of chaos and don't support those agents of chaos. Chaos is rising right now, and our world needs entrepreneurs because the entrepreneur is accountable. The entrepreneur is responsible. The entrepreneur sees a better world, and they will not quit until they have it. And if your business or the business that you work for produces a real result for people and gets people an amazing change in their life, you are doing something worthwhile because anytime you change someone's life, anytime you produce a real result that gets them to the next place in their life, you are teaching them about how to bring order to chaos. You are teaching them that the, the, the same way you do anything is the way you do everything. And you learn the process of self-improvement. You learn the process of growth. You learn the process of getting healthy. That applies to everything else in life. They become a better person when you deliver a great result, don't they? And you can feel amazing about what you do. So guys, I'm going to wrap it up now. Again, thank you for being here. Please go leave a review. Am I sorry for making this so long-winded? No, I'm not because I think it's important. I guess maybe I like to hear myself talk. But I sure hope you brought you got some value from this. I sure hope that you feel like this maybe unlock something in your mind. I hope you start to explore the hunter or the huntress energy. Guys, if you're not an entrepreneur, I hope this inspires you just as much because you behave like an entrepreneur, your life will get better. You don't have to own a business. You don't have to invest millions of dollars. You don't have to be trying to become rich. That really isn't what it's about to be an entrepreneur. There's other things going on. This desire is in all of us. And so I hope that you will embrace that, that you will look to maximize it and you will find the good side of it. Understand the dark side so that you don't get overtaken by it, but know that it's there. It's in you. You can't pretend it doesn't exist. 
So in our next couple ex- episodes, we're going to talk about the E, we're going to talk about the R, and we're going to talk about the O. I would love to hear your thoughts. Do you? What do you think the E and the R and the O are? What do you think those energies are? You know, what do you think about this this hero concept? Leave me a comment. Uh, you know, please leave a review. Please refer a friend. Please tell them to go listen to this. I think this podcast is going to be really something that you guys are going to enjoy. I know I'm going to enjoy hearing myself talk. Man, man, do I love to hear myself talk. No, I'm just kidding. But, guys, I'm going to sign off. If you're interested in knowing more about what we do, if we can help your business, if help we can help you go to the next level, uh, probably the best place to check us out right now would be givemecustomers.com. You can also check us out at brandlabmedia.com. But I just want you to focus on you and becoming the best person you can be through entrepreneurial thinking. Until next time, this is Rory signing off. Have a great one, guys. Bye.